0: And welcome back, Raging bullshitter. We are back It's been a few months. This is Jake Gallo, your host. Most of you knew that if you're just joining thanks uh it's been a month i uh fell off the uh fell off my bike and I uh, didn't want to get back up. <laughs> I didn't have anything I wanted to say nothing I could think of. I was numb. You guys do that uh Honestly, I think it was a lot to do with the uh, quarantine. I just, I was uh, smoking way too much pot and, uh, you know, just nothing to do. And uh, usually that makes me really creative. But uh, instead it was uh, more like uh, I would wake up and get high and rather than have shit to do, I would have shit to do. But I'd get high and I'd stare out the window for hours thinking of shit that I wanted to do and getting nothing done. Or I'd have 5,000 things to do and I would try and do them all at once and get nothing accomplished. And I was just sinking deeper and deeper into depression and I was like, man, you got to stop this shit. I found out that like social media and weed are kind of the same. Whereas like you first start it, you start doing it, you you get involved with it and uh, it's pretty fun. Everyone's doing it. You're having a good time. Hey, look at this. Yeah, cool. And uh, things are all right. And then uh, as time goes on and you get older things start getting a little more complex and you realize like both of those things are like huh it was fun at first everyone was doing it and now it's just a complete waste of my time and energy and it's ruining my life so you just start to fucking kick back a little and lay off but uh i'm at that age now like uh i don't wake up and get high and go like oh this is gonna be a great day and put on music and get shit done i get up and i think i can do that and i get high and i'm like, oh fuck. The whole world's crashing around me and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing still at this age. (laughs) It just freaks me out. So I had to to mellow out, uh, start trying to exercise, eat cleaner, get my affairs in order. It's boring adult shit, but it's, you know, if you don't take care of it, it can sneak up on you and really ruin your life and uh, jeopardize the things that make you happy. So I had to mellow out on that and, uh, you know, not podcasting was part of that. I was just numb. I'd felt low. I didn't have much to say. I was working on other things, putting together outdoor comedy shows, and I was happy. And then, uh, yeah, things kind of took over, but uh, I'm back. So thanks for tuning in. Um, we're going to try and get back to some more um, bullshit subjects, you know, growing up, uh, drugs, sex, uh, rock and roll, punk bands, rock and roll bands, all kinds of music. Rap music, uh, sports, uh, stupid shit you did as a kid, jail time, uh, shit you did in school. I have some good stories about that. Um, it's interesting. It's, you know, it kind of sucks as my son is uh, He's a sophomore in high school and, and he's not there because they're doing this online thing. And, you know, at first it was cool. They were kind of stoked, but as time has gone on, it sucks. Like, think of all the shit he's missing out on. Like, yeah, school sucks, but dude, when you're a sophomore, those were some of the best days. You're partying, you're getting to know people, you're hanging out with chicks for the first time, you're starting to surf or fucking hang out with your friends by yourself, and you're doing all kinds of cool shit. You're going to dances, you're getting your driver's license, you're hanging with your boys, and you know, you're doing all that cool shit, and none of that's happening. It's like, three or four of his friends and they see each other once in a while he never gets to see chicks or go to school and you know all the riffraff that goes on go to the football games friday nights and you know just hang out and be a be a teenager it's starting to you know try out for sports and none of that shit It's, it's done uh for now hopefully I don't know. Maybe maybe next, uh, after the first of the year, if shit mellows out or this thing uh, manifests or this virus uh, mutates and it actually mutates for the better where it's not as uh, violent or they find some way to contain the illness that you get from it uh, and hopefully it becomes something like the flu, which is what we're hoping for. Um, I don't know. We're not going to get into that bullshit, but it just sucks. It sucks for him because I, I remember all kinds of crazy shit. Fuck, sophomore year, like, even though it was bad shit, it was like cool. Like, you know, that's when you first experience the feeling of cutting class and ditching out and hanging out with like girls and your friends, and you, you, you all ditch and go to the beach to get stoned, or you're going to your buddy's house whose parents both work and raiding their liquor cabinet in the middle of the day and getting fucked up and going back at lunch and then leaving again to go home and take a nap. <laughs> like, all that great shit. You know? Like, you, you, you're you fucking eating, like, mushrooms with your friends and going to the park and ditching school and, yeah, it's some kind of, there's usually tragic shit that happens or someone may get hurt, but you, you, most for the most part, you live through it and it's an experience and it's, it's shared for the rest of your life and that's how you have these friends. That's why high school's such a big deal, because that's when you're really becoming the person you are, kind of. You're learning still. You fuck up a lot, you maybe gave yourself a bad name for doing something stupid, but it wasn't that bad, but just you grow up and then you, later on life goes on and but you always remember those times I think better than most. Like you'll be my my fucking parents who are in their late 70s still remember shit from high school. You know what I mean? They'll forget shit that happened 10 years ago, but they'll remember like clear as day some event from high school. Uh, you know, and it's it's one of those things I think that sticks with us, and it's kind of sucks for my son and other high schoolers. They're not really getting to experience all that shit. Like, you know, I remember uh, my brother and uh, a good friend of mine. It was my brother's age. <laughs> they did some shit in high school where they, like, uh, they had this fucking teacher. I think he was, uh, they used to call him the Fonz, dude. I don't know if you guys had Lenny Taylor at Ventura High School. He was an English teacher, right? And he had a, he had his hair all, like, pompadour and, like, fucking greased up like a greaser. And he wore a leather jacket so that fucking Levi jeans and shit. And they called him the Fonz. <laughs> and, uh... I think he retired to cut out when we were freshmen or no, we were like freshmen, sophomore. But when my brother was like a freshman or sophomore, like a year or two before I got there, he and a good friend of mine, uh, they uh, they used to fuck with this teacher of the Fawns all the time. So they would they would they got a hold of some military uh military uh, adhesive like it was like extra super glue so they would like do stupid shit it started off with fun things like they would glue quarters to the floor and shit and and Lenny would come walking by and see that shit and be like oh ooh, a quarter and he'd bend down and try and pick it up and they would fucking bust up in the corner watching his dumb ass trying to pick this quarter that was fucking super glued to the floor up and then they would start doing bizarre shit like glue and fucking pencils sticking out of the wall you know like they glue the eraser ends to the wall and hold it for about fucking a minute and it would that shit would adhere super fast and really strong then there'd be a pencil like sticking out of the wall and then they'd like glue books to the floor and shit and you'd try and pick them up and (laughs) and just get progressively pissed off every time and then they took it a step further when they would come in and they would always fuck the desks up they're all in a row right go into class and all the desks are lined up perfectly and they'd always push and pull them a little different ways and make them all fucked up or turn a desk around backwards and the teacher would just get fucking furious and he'd be like stop doing this and he the phones would get all mad and make them straighten the desks out and he knew who it was it was usually my brother and his friend and a couple other fuckers and so he'd make them do that one day They fucking took that super glue and they, they put the desks all fucking crooked and weird and backwards, but they super glued them to the floor, to the tile, the old linoleum tile floor at the high school, Ventura High. And, you know, he comes in and he goes, all right, I'm tired of this. Straighten the desks out. And they went to do it and they're like, we can't, they're stuck. And they were busting up and they had glued the backs of them together and shit. So there's just a chain of crooked desks super glued with military adhesive to the floor and to each other and backwards and shit. And he's getting pissed off. He's all, move the desks. Oh, they won't move. And they're cracking up. He comes over and he's all, we'll make them move. And so they pulled the desks. And what happened is they ripped the desks up and it fucking pulled all the linoleum tile off of the fucking floor of the classroom like ripped up with the desks and everything and fucking they got in all kinds of trouble I remember being in like 8th grade my mom was like cracking up she was pissed off because they had to have a big meeting with counselors and shit and I think they might have got suspended and uh, they were fucking dying just thinking it was hilarious and my mom was even laughing at it she was telling me what happened and fucked it But it's fucking great shit like that. Or like, remember we fucked up the agriculture room? And um, that was another one. My friend and his buddy went up there and they totally just... were They were drinking 40s up there of like Mickey's or something. No one was ever up there above the art rooms at Ventura High. So they're drinking 40s and then they just got all carried away and started rifling beer bottles and shit at stuff and breaking things and like breaking pottery, knocking shit over. And they just went nuts in there, right? And then they stopped and they were like... Fuck dude, we're gonna get in so much fucking trouble. So they like spray painted like fucking VTA and shit. And like all the local gangs and shit all over there. And like wrote all these names on the wall and shit. And then took off. So knowing they would get blamed for it. <laughs> all that stupid crazy shit. Ditching class and going to get fucked up at the beach. Going surfing for a couple periods. And coming back with Taco Bell. Having your buddy who's like the hall monitor. Wipe your name off of the fucking tardy or or absent list. So you wouldn't get a phone call home that day remember writing notes and shit for yourself, you'd be forging your mom's signature, writing like, Jacob has a doctor's appointment today at noon, please excuse him from fifth and sixth period, and like, forge your mom's name, I had that shit wired, dude, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was a fuck-up, I would take like, fucking checks sometimes, or she'd give them to me, and I'd have to sign it, but it was mainly school shit, I would not steal money, she would like, give me her Vons card and tell me to take 10 bucks out and I would take like 30, you know, I was that dipshit kid. Like, you know, I, and then I got a job and I had my own money and shit, but yeah, but I had her signature wired from trying to ditch school. And so I, I, I figured it out and it worked a few handful of times, but then it got carried away and ridiculous. And they're just like, come on. And, uh, anyway, I ended up getting cut from the baseball team and kind of fucked up my whole high school career there. And that was all from ditching class. I had like thirty six unexcused period absences not days like different periods here and there sporadically so i got nailed on that and it was a disaster but that's the fucking cool shit i'm talking about or you get to see those those heavy metal hessian kids that hung out under the snack bar at ventura high and you had them in art class and they always smelled like cigarettes first thing in the morning with their leather jackets and their iron maiden t-shirts and shit they got like straight F's in school, but they could play the guitar like no one's fucking business. I was tripped out on those kids. People are like, dude's a fucking dipshit. And I'm all like, really? Have you seen him play guitar? It's like none of us could play guitar, but that kid had that shit wired. He was like fucking Beethoven, dude, on the guitar. But he's a total fuck up in class. Just showing up on acid and shit and like fucking puking in the back of class. Fucking Iron Maiden t shirts smoking fucking Marlboro Reds, riding a bike to school. I love those fucking dudes. Those guys are great, dude. They wear, like, trench coats and, like, fucking sunglasses. They were, like, the Columbine kids, but without the guns. I don't think they would harm animals or anything like that. They were just into, like, video games and, like, fucking weird goth chicks with big tits and Jack Skellington sweatshirts and shit like that. (laughs) Like, those type of fucking dudes. Anyway, yeah. Those guys are great. But that's all the cool shit in high school that my son's missing out on. Occasional gang fights and shit, right? You have a couple of the Avenue boys that didn't like each other. Fucking have it out in the hallway. And fucking there'd be blood and shit all over the lockers. And fucking bunch of homegirls all stoked on one dude. while one dude got his ass beat. And then there'd be a retaliation for a little bit. And then next thing you know, they'd be homeboys. Like, all that cool shit, man. Food fights. Fucking I don't know, man. All kinds of great shit happened in high school. My son's missing out on it. All your kids are missing out on it. This shit will end soon. They'll get back to all that nonsense. Those are some fun stories from high school, but uh, fuck, man. Uh, so uh, what's what's been going on lately? I heard they were talking about canceling Halloween. Get the fuck out of here, you cancel Halloween. Are you out of your mind if if any holiday or celebration is social distance acceptable, it's Halloween. Half the fucking kids out there are going to be wearing costumes that they only wear once a year. Half of those costumes have masks or gloves on already. They'll be wearing masks anyway. They're outside, for Christ's sake, trick-or-treating. You just wait your turn. You don't have groups of eight, ten kids that aren't together. Go up to the porch at the same time just stay back wait till they go then you go up to the fucking porch you know what i mean it's stupid have those little things that people are making pvc pipes from their porch down to the sidewalk where they throw candy in them and shit whatever it takes you're not going to cancel halloween uh you, you know they're old oh, trunk or treat or halloween parties or, or parades are acceptable get the fuck out of here no one wants that shit i'm setting up my yard like i always do my yard looks like something from disneyland meets tim burton every year And I'm not going to hold back. I got singing pumpkins and ghosts and shit, projectors, smoke machines, music, fucking... The whole nine yards. We're going to do that. We're going to barbecue. It's Saturday night. It's supposed to be a full moon. Family's coming over. Everyone's going to be hanging out. And we're just going to do the Halloween thing. Fuck that. Cancel Halloween. Fucking out of your mind. Yeah, good luck with Thanksgiving if you do that. How are you going to do Thanksgiving? Exactly. Are going to do cyber Thanksgiving? Fuck! Everyone's gonna go to Arby's and shit. Like, fuck! Get out of here, dude. People know what they're doing. Families know what they're doing by now. I think most people have figured out what they can and can't do. And trick or treating's one of them. And we're gonna fucking do it regardless. So, I don't know. That's a stupid fucking thing. Out of out of everything to cancel, uh, outdoor comedy. Like, it's live entertainment. Dude, it's literally spoken word. No one's going to be up dancing or in each other's faces talking. You show up with who you're with, you sit distance like you do at a restaurant, and you listen to people tell jokes. But no, that's too much. But, uh, you know, that shit, Halloween. Oh yeah, you can go to fucking Trader Joe's with a mask on, but you can't go trick-or-treating outside. That's That makes no sense to me. they got to rethink this shit before they just start saying shit. So I heard Ventura County said they weren't going to allow trick-or-treating. Then they reneged, and now they said, no, it's allowed. We, we, we prefer you don't, but you can. It's like, fuck yeah, we can. I think more people will be out. Don't you guys? Because, I mean, it's like the one thing that they, they want to stop that they can't. So more people, I think, are going to be out, and more people are going to want to decorate. Or I could be wrong, and more people will be like, no, we're not doing it this year. We're scared. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I'm trying to be safe, and I've been being safe as much as I can um but i mean some things it's like give me a break it's pretty fucking stupid so i don't know we're we're going full full board on halloween um i remember halloween dude as a kid like i liked setting up my house and yard but i still you know as a kid i like trick-or-treating i like going to other people's houses and seeing all their setups and their haunted houses and shit and hanging out with my friends late night, and it was always cold. That's before we had all this fucking stupid climate change. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Give me a break. I remember Ventura as a kid, and it was much different. The weather was way fucking different than it is now. We had Santa Ana's, but they weren't... They were like 25 to 30 miles an hour offshore, and it was maybe 75 to 90 degrees. The ones we've been having lately, it's like fucking... 85 to 100 degrees and like fucking 60 miles an hour for like weeks on end like when i was a kid it was a couple of days and it meant good good waves good surfing conditions offshore and it was fucking gonna be sweet and it was like nice at night now it's just fucking miserable and hot it doesn't fucking rain anymore like it rained up until april when i was a kid here it rained a little bit during the fall all the time and then it poured during the winter we barely get that anymore. So yeah, that shit is real, man. Come on, give me a break. That's what I'm saying about Halloween. It used to be cold. You could see your breath and shit at night. It was moist out. It was fucking cold. Um, I just remember hanging with all my friends and like we go out trick or treating, come back, and it was late night. And we would watch like we watched that Disney's. Um, remember Disney's Legend of Sleepy Hollow? The animated one it was narrated by Bing Crosby with Brom Bones and Ichabod Crane. That was fucking fantastic, we'd watch that every year, Um, or we'd watch scary movies, you know, like Halloween, Um, Halloween was always a good one, Michael Myers couldn't go wrong with, um, all kinds of shit. And then we'd go out late night and, like, fucking, more when I was a teenager and throw eggs at houses and shit just to be dicks, just to do it. Like, go do drive-bys on our fucking BMX bikes with, like, eggs, just launch them at random houses and smack windows and doors and cars and shit with them. You know, it's Halloween, fucking teepee, but, I don't know, Halloween's always a party, dude. That's what I want my son, even though he's 16 this year, I'm like, go out and hang out with your friends, go out late night be safe but cause a ruckus you know have some fun go trick or treating fuck it you got nothing else to do hang out at the house <laughs> i don't know they're not going to cancel halloween not on my watch that'd be fucking stupid really stupid um i don't know i'm going to take a break real quick and we'll get back to it all right i'm back had to take a piss um So, hey, we were talking about Halloween, and um, they're trying to cancel it and all that, and they're going to let it roll. Um, I was talking about watching, like, on Halloween night, watching uh, horror movies and shit. I'm not... I I love horror movies, but I'm not like, you know... A lot of people I know are into, like, blood and guts and gore and that kind of shit. That shit doesn't scare me at all. It's not, you know, uh, dismembered body parts don't really... I don't know, that shit doesn't really freak me out, um, what, my type of shit that scares me is like, uh, I don't know, things that go bump in the night, psychological thriller type shit, unexplainable things, um, uh, paranormal things, ghosts, I believe in energies and supernatural things, you know, poltergeist type shit, um, you know, uh, unexplainable things. When you're when you're in the house alone at night, and the sink suddenly turns on in the bathroom, um, and no one's there. Um, you hear footsteps walking down the stairs in the back of the house, and you're the only one there. You know, stuff that makes the back of the, your uh, the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Um, you know, things like. Um, the light turning off in the bathroom or, or, or the vase on the table. That's, that's always on the end table suddenly is sitting on the floor and nobody's moved it. Um, you know, that kind of shit is freaky, uh, to me anyway. Um, you know, and of course breaking and entering homicide things in the middle of the night. Um, that's pretty freaky. Um, things like in the dark, uh, uh, things you might think are there—someone maybe following you or spying on you through your window late at night, or in the bushes in your yard—that um, kind of shit is freaky to me. Not—it's uh, the—it's it, the anticipation of something awful happening, uh, whether it be supernatural or um, or you know real life, um, like here, you know, like someone coming to fucking break into your house and kill your family to something haunting your house uh doing weird shit to freak you out in the middle of the night you know that kind of stuff um that freaks me out more than like say some like half monster thing that lives in the forest that rips people apart and leaves body parts everywhere and there's ahead somewhere or or even like uh, Jason from Friday the 13th you know that that's not really scary to me as much as it's fun to watch or psychological and it can get scary but um it's not going to give me nightmares the way certain things do um i don't know i think uh, i think looking back when i was a kid i remember um uh, the very first real issue i had with having some sort of nightmares or being scared of something was as a young child i remember the the witch from snow white the uh not the not the um old karen looking bitchy old like rich lady with the crown and all that shit that was kind of sexy not that thing you know what I'm talking about who she changes herself into that old hag lady that gives her the poison apple with the big dick nose with the pimple on it and the, she had the like the hoodie on she looked like a like some sort of a cult member and she was like hobbling I don't re- no, when I was a kid that that she freaked me out um, I think it was the dark circles around her eyes and I don't know I was just a I was real little when I saw it so maybe it was that but I I always remember that but what really freaked me out, my first encounter with nightmares and being afraid repeatedly of something after seeing it was the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Fuck, man. That lady, when I was a kid, that lady scared the shit out of me. And you know what it was? You know who almost scared me more? Like, you know whose face I would see at night when i lay in my bedroom and sweat and my heart pounding in my ears and i was too scared to move and I had to piss or, you know get up or anything like that and I was like actually having nightmares it wasn't so much the green witch's face it was I remember her looking in the crystal ball with those little gray fucking monkeys in the bellhop suits with the wings the flying monkeys were freaky too but it wasn't so much her it was the old lady that comes to steal Toto on the bike her the actress's name was Margaret Hamilton and uh what was her name was it Thelma or some shit like that in the movie or uh mart I don't remember her name but um she was you know that lady freaked me out when I would think of being scared I'd think of that old white lady on the bike all pissed off coming to steal her pet and that music and it was but I would think of Margaret Hamilton, the old lady, and she would freak me out more than the actual Green Wicked Witch. But they both equally scared the shit out of me where I would have repetitive nightmares and wake up sweating and freaked out and not knowing what to do. Um, you know, in terms of like my first real encounter with something freaky that I was like, wow, I don't want to fucking ever see that shit again, you know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night worried about that, and then, um, so that was, like, my first encounter, and then, like, um, you know what really freaked me out was, um, I remember Amityville Horror a little bit, that didn't really give me nightmares, Friday the 13th, I think it was part two, or three, where Jason, at the very end, the la- the girl gets away from him, she's in the middle of the lake, like, in a boat, and the sheriff's on the lake. He's like, "Hey, I'll help you get in." And she's, like, "Oh my god, I'm saved!" And it's in the morning. She got away from him the night before, and then he jumps out of the lake from behind her and grabs her and pulls her into the water. I that that scene gave me freaked me out for a little bit. But the movies, I don't really remember freaking me out at all. Um, Halloween four was alright, but um, I remember the movie that really got to me as a kid was Poltergeist. Fuck, you guys remember Poltergeist? Dude, that movie scared the shit out of me because it was like scary ghost shit. And, you know, TVs were involved. Things that my backyard where I played in the mud and shit, like the trees coming to life. I, I remember that kid at night being in his room. Remember he had the clown? He had the fucking clown in his closet or his room and it comes to life and tries to choke him out or some shit. And it takes his braces and wraps them around his face and steals his sister into the TV. And the family's going through this crisis and shit. That shit was scary to me as a kid. I freaked out on that. But um, Poltergeist, and then the one that really freaked me out was Poltergeist 2. You guys remember Poltergeist 2 with that old man, Reverend Kane? He was like the devil or something, and he had the underworld, and he had that whole family trapped, and they're waiting for the end of the world. He's like a cult leader, and he was like this tall, skinny, real pale old man with white hair, and he wore a big black-brimmed hat, and he had a bolo tie and a black suit. And he had like big dark sunken eyes and white big old horse teeth and shit. he was really freaky. And he was always, he runs into him him at the mall. And he comes up to Carolyn and asks if she's lost. Are you lost, little girl? And, you know, and he starts preaching all this shit to her. And then he ends up coming to their house. And he's always walking along singing that fucking song. (laughs) I know that song to this day. He's walking up to their house. And it's all sunny out. And he's singing, God is in His holy temple, earthly thoughts be silent now. It's fucking creepy. used to give me goosebumps when I was a kid. He walks up and it starts raining and shit. And he starts talking to the dad, trying to let him into the house, telling him they're in danger and all this shit. That fucking guy gave me nightmares for like years. I'll never forget. I remember I was probably like 12, still having nightmares about that fucking dude. And I remember one night laying in bed, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night, and you know when you wake up and it's pitch black in your room to the point where, like, you can see little spots moving about as with your eyes open, and you can't make anything out because it's that dark, and it's so quiet that your ears are ringing, like it's numbing almost, and you can suddenly hear your heart beating in your ears on the pillows, like, and you're just sitting there, it's sweating. And you're fucking getting super scared and you're like, you're starting to get really worried and you start getting like fucking freaked out. I was having one of those episodes at like age 12 and I was staring to the end of my bed and I swear to God, like in my mind, like I was thinking about it so hard, like I actually saw it, like I just saw these big white horse teeth of that fucking Reverend Kane at the foot of my bed with his hand and smiling at me in the dark And I fucking got the goosebumps and I jumped out of bed and started throwing fucking punches like shadow box and just like motherfuckers saying all this shit like fuck off of me and like just swinging freaking the fuck out all the way over to the door and like turned the lights on and swung around shit in my room and. Of course, there was fucking nothing there, but I freaked myself out that bad, and then I just fucking had to go and I fucking went and turned Sports Center on at like two in the morning. I watched baseball highlights till five a.m. when the sun started to come up a little bit. Fucking eating food and shit, had my door locked in my room with the TV on, this fucking lights on and shit. And I was just was I freaked out, and yeah, dude, that guy gave me nightmares for fucking years. And like I said, I was like twelve, dude, when I had that shit. And then, uh, yeah, that fucking movie, fuck that. And then, uh, you guys remember when a stranger calls? That movie freaked me out as a kid. I saw that. I remember we were, I was at my friend's house spending the night. And it was just us two. And he had this old uh, old Spanish-style home, downtown Ventura, right by Cemetery Park. And um, it was always quiet there. And it was old wooden floors. And the house would creak at night. And it was right by that church. And just freaked me out. It was a gorgeous house, but at the time, so we'd be down there and we were watching horror movies and we were watching, like, fucking When a Stranger Calls. And if you if you hadn't seen it, what it was, was there was this girl, she was babysitting these kids at this big, rich house that was, like, up in the mountains or kind of in the forest. Like, something you would see in, like, maybe Marin or above San Francisco or Golden Gate Park or something like that, or maybe up in Seattle, you know, something like that, or Colorado, maybe really nice big house out in the woods kind of distant um she's babysitting these kids they're upstairs asleep the parents are out and she starts getting crank calls to the house some dudes on the phone he starts like talking to her and she's kind of just kind of creeped out at first and then she starts talking and he gets progressively more creepy starts eventually starts naming details about the house she's in What about this and that? And blah, 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 blah. And she's like, how do you know about that? And he's all, because I know everything. I know what you're doing right now. And she starts freaking out, hangs up. And then he calls back and he says, did you go check on the kids upstairs? And she fucking freaks out. And she runs up, hangs up, runs upstairs to check on the kids. They're fine. They're in bed. And then she comes back downstairs. Phone rings again. She answers it. She gets really, you know, like, stop calling here. I'm going to call the cops. And this and that, and he's like, go ahead and try, blah, 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 and she hangs up, and then she calls the cops, and they end up tracing the call back, because he calls back, and then she gets it, and the cops get in, listen to him, they trace the call, and then the cops call her back to tell her, like, get out of the house, the call's coming from inside the house, it's coming from another room upstairs, and I remember as a kid seeing that shit, and just being, like, getting the chills, just like, what a fucking creepy concept, Fucking girls getting these creepy phone calls. The guys threatening her and saying all this creepy shit to her. She calls the cops and they call her back and say, yeah, there's that phone calls coming from inside the same place you're at. Like, I remember just thinking, like, at my friend's house going, what if there's some motherfucker upstairs right now knowing we're watching this shit and he's going to start fucking with us? And I just remember staring at his phone going, if that thing starts ringing right now at 11 p.m., I'm going to shit myself and fucking... And, uh... <laughs> But yeah, man, that that movie fucking creeped me out. And uh, they remade it, I think, but I haven't seen the remake. The the original was good enough for me. Um, I will say that as I got older, the one movie that genuinely scared me, because I was 16 or 17 years old when I finally saw it, and... I was terrified of that movie. Like I had trouble sleeping at night. I was felt like a kid again. I was coming home from school and I was the only one here in the afternoon by myself for an hour or two. At age sixteen or seventeen. And I would still freak out about it. Was when I first saw the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The one from like the seventies and it's fucking it's the way they filmed it. it. Was filmed on like a fucking camcorder and it you know, it looks like a someone's home camcorder eight millimeter camera from the 70s you know and they were like and that's what's creepy about it is there's no real good soundtrack to it it's just a bunch of noises pots and pans banging together and vibrations and chickens blocking and shit like that in the background you know and you know and really freaky shit like that and pots and pans clanging together like i said and um It's just in the middle of nowhere in Texas and it's, you know, it's just, it's fucking creepy. It's about, you know, basically this house and this family that lives out there is deranged and they, people go out there to check the house out in the middle of nowhere and they end up fucking, you know, fucking with their cars. They break down, they go to this house, they kidnap these people and they butcher them. They use them like cattle. It's like human slaughterhouse. And they get rid of their cars and no one ever hears about them again. And you got to think this is like in the 70s before cell phones and GPS. Like you were just fucked if something like that happened to you. Um, And the movie, like I said, it was just... Almost so poorly done that it looked real. You know, it was almost like your friends had taken a camcorder on their trip out to the countryside in the daytime and filmed all this horrible shit that happened to them. Um, you know, and I'll never forget like watching that movie and the teenagers all out in the on their day, and they go to this house and fucking um, man, I will just never forget. The guy goes through the door and he trips and he steps over the threshold and he stumbles in. And he looks up and Leatherface is standing. There's a guy with this fucking mask on. And he's got a mallet up in the air. Like a sledgehammer. And just goes thunk. And smacks him in the head. And the dude drops to the floor. And starts doing like a wet fish. You know he starts convulsing. Because he's just got severe brain damage. From getting hit in the head with a mallet. And then it shows Leatherface grab his body. And pull the rest of his body through through the doorway. Over the threshold. And then he's like whoa. And he slams this big metal door. And then that... Vibration noise goes, like, really loud, it's like, the door slams, bam, and it's like, wom, 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 wom. and it's like, oh, fuck, that dude's fucked, like, what was that thing, you know, and it was this big, fucking, lumberjack-looking dude with a mask of other people's, dead people's face, you know, sewn together, uh, that's been dried out, and he's wearing this mask, and that's what he... So he he gets her, and then the girl comes in. He fucking chases. The girl almost gets away. She's on the porch just running from him, and he gets his arms around her, picks her up. She's trying to run away. He takes her in there and takes her into the back, and there's these big old meat hooks like a slaughterhouse. And I just remember he picks her up like a child, and he just goes, thunk, and hangs her, and slams her back into one, so this big old grizzly meat hook just goes right into her spine, and she's dangling in midair from it, bleeding out, screaming, kicking around, and hanging in midair, and he's just looking at her, watching her, like, suffer, and then he's got her boyfriend on the table, and he just turns a chainsaw and starts cutting his limbs off and shit in front of her, and oh, it's fucking horrifying, dude, and then everything happens else, and I don't know. If you've never seen that movie, you've got to watch it. It's If you remember the Blair Witch, like when it first came out before everyone knew that it was staged and it was a they said, remember how they sold it? It was like a documentary that these college students were doing about a cursed forest and a witch um, that lived out there and they took their cameras out and supposedly they disappeared and they just found their videotapes and then they made it into a movie, and so everyone was like, oh, we gotta see this shit. It was like the real-life shit of that. Like, that's how the movie came off, the way it was filmed, just the 70s. It was just fucking really brutally honest and real. Like, you know, like, um... I don't know. If you've never seen the original Texas Chainsaw Mash, go check it out. It it fucking gave me nightmares for fucking ever as a fucking full-on teenager. So that, that, to me, is probably still to this day one of the scariest movies I've seen. Um wolf creek was not bad i thought the conjuring the first one was pretty creepy until the very end when it kind of got supernatural out of control paranormal shit but up into the very ending i thought it was pretty fucking freaky um you guys remember high intensity i think it was called takes place in the french countryside and this this girl goes out there and this family gets held captive by these this psychotic fucking trucker and he like butchers the family and all the children fucking in front of each other and like fucking does these horrible things to him and then he's going after this girl and she's almost out of there and then at the end of the movie it's like a mind fuck you find out she's the one that killed them all that movie was pretty freaky until of course the end you find out it was her you're like oh fuck but um i don't know those are some of the horror movies that freaked me out the most um I don't know I just thought Halloween's coming up I love horror movies so we were talking about them I don't know maybe you guys have thought of what some of your favorite ones are uh, I'm trying to rack my brain for other ones but I've I've seen a lot but not a lot have ever stuck with me and freaked me out like those ones I just talked about really did um, you know there's there's other movies that freak me out but it's not they're not horror movies uh, but uh, yeah so, anyways, but uh, what else has been going on? The uh, baseball playoffs—that's going on. Since I last time I've done one of these podcasts, baseball season started and ended. <laughs> the baseball playoffs just started the other day, and I got to say, it it does feel somewhat normal again. Things are different. Um, I'll I'll explain why. Um, I like it because. I like that there's baseball on during the day all day, and they're doing all these things. And, and you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. The only difference is um, it's not so much the crowd. The crowd plays a big part of it come the playoffs, um, you know. I think that is a missing element, but I don't think it's as rough, you know. Like, the players are still out there, and there's still the top guys still competing against each other. So the shortened season has its effects because – Part of baseball is it's a 162 game marathon. It's a fucking long season. So if you're still standing at the end of it, and let alone going into the playoffs, like beating other teams still, excuse me, and kicking ass, um, there's something to be said about that. Now, a shortened season, a shortened sprint marathon, it is what it is. It'll be historical, but I don't think it really takes away from it. The teams are they're all playing they're all going for it they're all competing so it is what it is but it is different it's there's when it's a longer season things are normal like i miss watching baseball during the day when you're you're taking taking off work to go to the game or you're seeing people on tv that took off work or out there with their kids and their or them and their buddies and they're they're all drinking during the day watching the game everyone's fired up it's starting to get cold out like it's october dude it's october baseball i fucking love it so I'm just glad that there's day baseball going on and it just seems like, you know, they're, they're broadcasting it on all the channels and there's like five, six games a day. Um, and the players are going at it, man. It's, it's pretty fun to watch. Um, Dodgers are kicking ass today. So I don't know. Um, that's what's different is, yeah, I, I, I don't care. Like, it's different without the fans. I don't know if it really affects the players. I think it does a little bit. You know, and like I think it's better with the fans. It pumps them up more. Um And when they're doing bad or they're in a, you know, like I said, in the playoffs, if they're at a home or away area, it definitely affects them. But, I mean, the guys are still the same guys. They're still in shape. They're still competing the best they can. So it's still fun to watch, but it's just, like I said, it's the little things. It's, it's watching... You know outside uh, wrigley field if, if if during the cubs and marlin series you know watching people in chicago midday missing work standing outside the stadium holding beers eating hot dogs ready to go in to watch the game with their kids or their friends and you can see the air is getting crisper you know it's playoff baseball time you're, you're watching games from like new york and cleveland and out in LA, the West Coast, there's always it's always like it's always warm and sunny there, and it's always prime time when those games are on. And Dodgers have just been in it lately, so you know, you know um, that kind of shit I miss. You know, I miss cutting out of work early and getting a ticket on StubHub for the top deck to catch Game 163 like I did a couple years ago, and drinking beers and getting super pumped up with a sold-out crowd and getting ready for the playoffs. Like that shit is missed sorely, but. For what it is right now, I heard that they're going to actually let, what was it, like 11,500 people into the stadium for the National League Championship Series and the World Series now. Which is better than nothing. It's pretty fucking cool. If I were around where they were playing them, I would definitely go. Um, Fuck, that would be great. I mean, that's roughly, what, like 2,500 people per day per section or like level or they're just going to spread them out that's still cool i would love to go watch live baseball with other people they're doing that stuff but yeah that's um that's that's the thing i miss about all this is uh being able to that fan experience even if i'm not there watching other people ditch out on work and it's just it's october man it's fall i love this it's baseball time it's my birthday it's halloween It's fucking... We're transitioning from the hot weather into the cold weather. I fucking love fall time. So it's... I don't know. That's the difference to me is that kind of shit. For obvious reasons. I didn't say anything prolific there or point anything out you didn't pick up on. It's just... That's the only difference to me. And the fact that the season wasn't as long and it's not... The players are not as tired. So it's just harder. It's more of a... It's more of a stretch when you got to play 162 games compared to 60 games but still they're professionals competing to the best of their ability so it's not like they're minor leaguers or oh this shouldn't count I mean it is what it is for what's going on right now so um it's fun to watch I don't know I've been into it um but I'm glad they're going to be letting uh, fans in like I said like I would die to go watch baseball right now that would be great Like even if there was you could still hear enough of the fans while you're there and if there's you and 10,000 other people spread out through the stadium. I mean, that's not, that's better than nothing. And fucking... You'd be fine. I I would go. I would go out there and watch and sit in my own little fucking section. Just to watch and play and get into it. That'd be great. Um, well, that's about all I got, man. It's fun to touch on a few things. Hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. We're going to uh, get back to it next week. I think... Um, I think we're gonna go into some weird talk we're gonna we're gonna review 80s and 90s porno movies and the actors and actresses and some of the weird shit about them maybe and uh i don't know what else i i got a bunch of weird ideas well we'll see what happens i gotta find some new shit just wanted to get something out for you guys hope you had fun listening uh till we meet again have a good one